Hello and welcome to Jumpstart Weekly, the manga podcast where every week we read all the chapters of Shonen Jump on Viz's website, as well as another collective volume of manga. I'm your host, Jeremy. And I'm your host, Kevin. And this week we read Demon Slayer, volume two, Mm -hmm. the one where stuff happens. Yes. Not like volume one. Where stuff does not happen. Yeah, no, nobody's f- entire family dies in volume one. No, of course not. That would be silly. <laughs> Before that, though, we have Shonen Jump. What did you think of Shonen Jump this week, Kevin? Kind of meh. Yeah, okay. I Monday was the most depressed I've been in years, and that's when I read Shonen Jump. Mm. But hearing that meh makes me feel like maybe my opinions are going to be reverberated. We'll start out with the brand new series, Nui's Exorcist Volume 1, Portrait View of the Sky. What did you think of this, Kevin? It sure exists. Okay, so my opinion and the opinion of the... like I was wondering the entire time I read it, is the depression talking? And then I read the comments, and I'm like, I don't think the depression's talking. I think this is just the most meh thing that's been in Shonen Jump maybe the entire time we've been reading it. Yeah. Like, there's stuff we've really... Like, Cypher Academy, we don't like. Like, but it's not this boring and generic. And yeah, it's like, ah, I'm a dude who can see spirits. And they're then not even demons or yokai or ayakashi. They're just spirits. Yeah, it's like, I'm a guy who can see spirits, and they're formed of the negative emotions of people. Like, I've read this story a thousand times. I, I guess, go on. It did start off with a hot chick that looked like Morrigan, and I'm like, oh, we could use a supernatural comedy in Shonen Jump, supernatural romantic comedy. And then it's like, uh, hey, babe, new bleach dropped. And I'm like, well, we certainly don't need that. Yep. So... Okay, whatever, you know. Eh. Yeah, the pacing seems wrong. The characters are incredibly bland. Yeah, uh, like I don't give a shit about anybody, and including the, the weird spirit chick. You've drawn a Street Fighter parody, but they're talking like it's a Super Smash Brothers parody. <laughs> so yeah, just, I was like, eh. Okay, we agree. <laughs> Next up, we have One Piece chapter 1083, The Truth of That Day, which you were looking forward to, Kevin. So what did you think of this? I did like this not quite as much as I was expecting to. I am, you know, like, oh, okay, so stuff's been going on at the Reverie and... Or um, stuff happened at the stuff, Reverie. Stuff happened at the Reverie, I guess. is, But a lot of this was kind of, like, set up to explain more and not a whole lot of explanation. Like, a lot of this was like, hey, look, it's the big four of the Revolutionary Army fighting people. Like, okay. I did appreciate how they reintroduced them because it's been a thousand years and nobody cared when they were introduced the first time. Mm-hmm. But I really didn't like the panel layouts there. Yeah, I found the action were, to yeah. be some of Odai's worst. And when Odai is not doing great action, it tends to be really mediocre, I find. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's totally fair. So it's like, you know, okay, so Sabo is attempting to do some stuff and the other guys are there you know, wrecking shit and the Celestial Dragons are yelling at the Marine Admirals. Uh, my note was Fujitora and Tree Guy are there. Yes. So you know which Admiral I care about. <laughs> yes. Uh, I also, I, I did love the bit where Fujitora, you know, like the Tree Guy's like, Fujitora, come help me. And he's like, I'm summoning a meteor. He's like, don't fucking do that. He's like, no, that seems like a meteor here would actually solve a lot of problems. <laughs> yeah. Fujitora's got a doubt of like, I don't know, man, if I were to just blow up this place, I think it would work out great for everybody. <laughs> Anything else you want to say on One Piece? Nope, not really. Next up, we have Do Retry Chapter 2, Money Comes First. I liked this chapter a little more than the first one, just because it seems to have settled on a tone. Mm-hmm. Seems like this kid should be a pro wrestler and not a boxer, but I guess that doesn't exist yet. So. Yeah, which is fine. Some of the some of the stuff with like uh, you know we're a legitimate uh, criminal enterprise. Yeah, that was very. Um, uh, please don't cancel us because 
we don't like crime in Japan. That was very, I felt like preempting things that happened to like Time Paradox Ghost Rider of like, mm-hmm. what? He's in the Yakuza. We can't have that. Yeah. But it's like, no, nah, we we just do boxing, boxing crime. Yeah, we do. It's just underground fight rings, man. It's it's nothing bad. <laughs> they're just unsanctioned because there isn't a boxing league in Japan right now. Yeah, there's there's, there's no government. So is there really any law to begin with? <laughs> I'm not breaking the law. The law doesn't exist anymore. I, right? I the am moment. the law, effectively, <laughs> which is even in this. Yes. I liked it a lot more than the first chapter. Though. I did, yeah. Uh, it, would, like, it, it was pretty good, but, you know, yeah. Next up, we have Jujutsu Kaisen Chapter 222, Four Tokens, which I felt like I had missed a chapter. Yep. I went back, and this all made sense. Oh, yeah. It, it does It does sort of all make sense, but it just kind of, like, is a very weird time skip because we've kind of been, like, wonky in how stuff has been going leading up to this point in general. Yes. So it's like having a time skip in the middle of Memento. Yeah, it, it also feels very much like, uh, I didn't like that arc. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, it's over now. It's over now. <laughs> that, that's kind of how I felt as well. You know what? I don't like where this is going. We're just going to we're just gonna skip the boring bits and cut to the cool shit where Gojo's going to go fight Sakina. In, in a boxing ring, as far as I can tell. <laughs> so, like... On pay-per-view, I think explicitly. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, the one lady is like, oh, I'm so glad I got the pay-per-view rights to this nonsense. I'm going to make so much money also I, I looked on the comments for this one too did you get the feeling that maybe itadori can switch bodies now because it did seem weird the one scene he was in and a lot of people were like hey it was saying he might get gojo's power and he has that power so I, that's total speculation did mm-hmm. that, okay I, I was wondering if you read into that at all i did not had I, any sort I, of no i had no there. i was definitely confused so i'm like I, because again, it, like I said, it felt like we had a time skip in the middle of a mem- memento and of we, like, I'm trying to piece together the timeline. And then he just said, nah, fuck it. We're over here now. And we did. To be fair, the last thing that said was like, hey, we'll do this on December 24th. And now yes. it's December 24th. So it's not like it's not set up. No. But it but, is very strange. But it was, we were in the middle of, I was a little bit confused about the timeline. And we, it was like March. We were in the middle of a battle royale. And then we all quit because we remembered we were going to play Street Fighter. And it's time <laughs> to play Street Fighter. Yes. Like that—that that was the thing of it was like you know yeah sure it was December twenty fourth but it, that was like a ways away yeah and what we were in like March or whatever at, at the very least it was summer in the yeah. middle of the battle royale and just like nah we're done with that now like okay I, to be fair it was set up that they were gonna break it it just yes. did seem like more was shouldn't would have happened yeah I, it was fine just I very confused them some of the timeline events because i was confused about kind of the the story before this bit and then he just decided to be like yeet maybe the anime will explain it is kujutsu kaisen ever getting season two surely it is it just seems like it should have happened i don't know were they animated by madhouse i don't remember because if they were they're probably not (laughs) which is like i love madhouse but like that is the running gag is that they they madhouse never animates a season two of anything regardless of how good it is. I mean, we're getting Konosuba season three after like eight years, so. Yeah. It, it just it's seems like, like it should have happened. Like, there are yes. still Jujutsu Kaisen shirts at Walmart, so it feels like it's time to strike. Yeah, it does It does feel weird that it's like, why got, I mean, you've got plenty of They don't have content. a ton, but they have enough for a season. Yeah. Uh, next up, we have a Kanabanashi story 61, Time Machine. Mm-hmm. What did you think of a Kanabanashi this week, Kevin? I really liked this one. Kind of the, you know, it's all leading up to that thing at the end, but 
I just really liked all that setup into, oh man, if only I could have, you know, gone drinking with my dad. Wait a minute. And like, you know, she sort of does without actually doing it. I'm kind of interested because I constantly forget that her dad is still alive. I mean, it's just a Japanese anime dad thing, right? Yeah, where he's just and not there. E- even in this chapter, she doesn't talk to her dad. She pretends to talk to her dad. Yes. He's the role of her dad. It still well, feels like he's dead. Even in this chapter, she's like, uh, we have a good relationship. We just don't talk about Rakugo anymore. Kind of like, I don't go poking the open wound kind of thing. Yeah. Which I get, but like I said, I just have the, keep having this thing of like, oh yeah, her dad is like, a concrete the, salesman, I think. Yeah, it was like, and still living at home. Like, <laughs> he's maybe got not a job the, in Japan, so he's not actually living at home. Yeah, he just true. sleeps there sometimes. Yes. So maybe that's maybe that's what it is. But it, you know, I I did like this all leading that into you know Rocket goes a time machine. I was like, all right, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Which brings us to Blue Box number one hundred. I want to see her, Kevin. I want to see her. I know. She's not in this chapter. She isn't in this chapter, but it also didn't end. <laughs> well, look, 108, that's the magic Japanese number, right? Okay. We got eight more chapters of Yeah, that, this. that's true. But no, I was I was really liking Blue Box this week because I, I really like just him kind of freaking out about like, but I want to see her. Yeah. You know, like. I wrote down, the boy is down bad. Yes, the boy is down very bad. Even the boy is like, fuck, I'm down bad. <laughs> But he's going to go on a ski trap as soon as she goes back. So yes. going to be all sorts of missing each other. Mm-hmm. Anything else you wanted to say on Blue Box? Nope. That'll take us to Mission Yozakura Family, Mission 177, Yozakura Family Stamp Card. Which I like, you know. I I also like. I dislike that this does the thing I that's my least favorite thing in serialized fiction, where we end on the exact same cliffhanger we ended on last time. Thanks, I hate it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that definitely hurt this week, but... I do like the, oh, hey, you know, we're going to kind of run into all of the siblings one at a time rather than like all at once. Like, hey, welcome to the family reunion. Yeah. I do like it. One, I do like this as a setup to get them one by one. We can yes. have multiple chapters with them. I like all of that. Mm-hmm. I just don't like doing the same cliffhanger two weeks in a Yes. Time. No. And that's definitely what drove it down. But I also love that Hifumi's like super into this thing. She's like, yeah, let's go, Alpha. And he was like, uh, like eventually she realizes, wait. You never actually said you wanted to do this. He was like, correct. I did not. <laughs> but I'll hang out with you for a I, I, You're like, I like you, Hifumi, so I'll hang out with you and go get these stamps, but I don't want to be part of this mission. I want to go to school. Remember how that's my motivation? Yep. Like, I'm, I'm already here. Like, I've won. <laughs> we can go do your thing, but I don't want to, like, I don't want to go fight the bad guy. I want to go to school. So we'll go get the stamp card so you can go fight the bad guy while I'll go to school. <laughs> Next up, we have Undead Unluck, number 158, Don't Think Feel, or as I would like to call it, It Bleeds, We Can Kill It. <laughs> <laughs> Did you hate this chapter? Not hate. I thought it was a huge leap of logic to be like, oh, they're obviously going after emotions, which means this robot we thought didn't feel emotions must feel emotions. I that guess. seems like the weirdest thing to think is it- the case. Yes, but I think, I think it. I feel like, like as a way to be like, oh, he does have emotions because these aliens that seek emotions are after him. Makes sense, but mm-hmm. oh, these aliens must seek emotions. That which means you must have them. Doesn't. Yeah, make that, sense that's to a bit me. of that. Yes, that's fair. I mean, I think a little bit of it was like, oh, they they go after emotions. Why are they going after the robot kid though? That doesn't make any <laughs> sense. Oh wait, so. 
It seems like that's a different data point. It seems like you should do some more science. I don't know. Maybe try to feel some strong emotions and see what happens. Yeah. I don't like your conclusion. It <laughs> seems like you need more supporting evidence. Nah, we we jump we jump the shark here all the time. This is undead and unlock. It's true. But it's usually not this bad, I feel. <laughs> Anything else you wanted to say on it? Nope. Next up, we have Sakamoto Days, Days 118, Strength, which is just Sakamoto choking a dude out. I really liked it, though. I just really liked his solution to this was becoming the fucking Terminator. It's like, oh, I have to kill you quickly, but slowly. Holy. Yeah, how can I? how can I kill you... With the least motion possible, but still do it quickly. Oh, I know. And he just walks at him and just crushes the life out of him. Like, all right, that's pretty badass. I really like his conversation where he's like, oh, yeah, no, I was afraid I'd die. I was afraid you guys would die. And she's like, oh, you get stronger for other people. Huh? We need to find more people to care about so we can get stronger. <laughs> so I was like, what? <laughs> oh, you're a shonen protagonist. I don't think so. I'm a professional assassin. She's like, nope, definitely a Shonen protagonist. Here we go. So, yeah, I really liked this chapter. Last but not least, we have Elusive Samurai Chapter 109, Successor 1335. I liked a lot of the jokes in this chapter, Mm -hmm. but otherwise I found it, like, I think the emotion was strong, but it feels like we're trying, we have to bend the story a little to fit history. Like, it's that Japanese honor suicide thing, which most Shonen manga outright rejects. Yes. So this seems weird, but it being historical is a big, like, I get why they're doing it. Yeah. I, you know, but they, I'm just thinking of all the people in One Piece and Dragon Ball that have exploded and accomplished nothing, which is all of them. Yes. Yeah. So uh, I, I still like this, though. The jokes were funny. The emotion bits were good. The jokes are really funny. The fact that he, like, passes on his future site and she's like, oh, no, all I see is endless grinds and microtransactions to stop the grinds that lead to more grinds. <laughs> grinds. Oh, God, gotcha games. And he was yeah. like, I don't know what the hell you're talking about, but it sounds great. <laughs> she doesn't even mention gotchas, but my note is hell, hell goes on forever and it's called gotcha games. <laughs> And then I like that the uh, the invisible uh, the guy with no presence dies. It literally turns invisible. They're like, "Oh my god, he just vanished!" And they throw the sheet on him. And like, nope, he's still there. He's just invisible. Yeah, the jokes all really land. Yes, but it's it's just a weird chapter. I, I ranked it very high, so I feel like I'm being oh, yeah, very same. down on it here. But there's a bit of I ranked it very high, and we're still down on it, which is more a testament <laughs> to everything else below it than it is anything else above it. I think that's fair. So yep. speaking of that, shall we get into jump card? Let's do it. Jump card's the segment where we put Cypher Academy at the bottom because we both hate it. I mean, <laughs> there are 19 I mean, chapters this week, Kevin. Yes. What do you have at number 19? Cypher Academy. Like, look, I like it a lot more than you. Mm. If I had a way to make this series worse, Metaverse would have been at the top of the bingo card. <laughs> and here we are. Yep. I was just, I'm like, I, I don't care. Yeah. What do you have at number 18? Oh, uh, that's where I mean Robico. Oh, okay. That's where I put New Age Exorcist. That's how okay. little I care about New Age Exorcist. Me That's and Roboco, fair. I think, had something that made me laugh. Oh, I, I, I like I like the clothesline. That like is a funny joke to me. 
Okay, I just I felt it was you know just more Robocon nonsense. So I mean that's was... every chapter, but mm-hmm. like uh, a clothesline is a pretty good special move. Yeah, like a lie. Uh, which what do you have at seventeen? No, I'm just imagining since uh, we were thinking about reading Naruto, the double lariat from yeah. the village hidden in the clouds. Is that the I forget which the Raikage and B? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're they're double. Yeah. I just don't remember which village. It's, I'm pretty sure it's Clouds. Okay. It's Thunder Village. That's yeah. gotta be Clouds, right? Yeah. They're the only good characters from the last half of Naruto. <laughs> yes. Kevin. I can only remember so much about them. <laughs> but just the idea of the double lariat is great. Anyway. Sorry, 17? Uh, that's where I have no days. Oh, that's where I put Miro okay, okay. So, Okay. What do you got 16? Uh, 16 is where I have Witch Watch. I just didn't care. I mean, that's fair. I, I again, found a few of the jokes okay. funny in it. I put Kill Blue here. Okay. I would like to like Kill Blue, but I don't think it's going to happen. Mm-hmm. It's my number 15, so I, I do agree with you. That's where I put Undead and Luck, because okay. like I said, I hate it. That's fair. What do you have at 14? That's where I have Fabricant 100. Okay, so he's, you know, I did sort of like the bit where 100's like, oh, don't you know the youngest one always gets her way? Yeah, that was fun. That's literally why I have it, a spot above where you do spot. Gotcha. <laughs> uh, 14's where I put My Hero Academia. Okay. I would just love to like My Hero Academia again, Kevin. <laughs> Yes. Uh, I think I'm going to say, I will say that every week until morale improves. The short <laughs> chapter really did not help it. It's my number 13. It had some good bits, but then it was like, and the whole family's here. Except, except Toya. Except, <laughs> I was like, except Shoto, who's, Shoya, yeah, yeah. Not who's Shoya is. on his way. <laughs> but why did we do that? And the whole family's together when, like, we know he's literally coming. Yeah. It wouldn't have been better if he showed up and they were all there and he was like, what the fuck? <laughs> Yes, that would have been a great ending. <laughs> All right, guys, I'm here to save the what is my family doing here? I have Fabricant 100 at 13. Because, okay. again, the youngest always gets their way. I am the fourth favorite child in a family of three. So, yes. <laughs> and I'm the oldest son. So, yep. <laughs> I live yeah. that life. What do you got at 12? 12 is where I have uh, Jujutsu Kaisen. Same. It's just like, it. you know, I'm excited for Gojo versus uh, Sukina, but... Like you said, this just kind of felt like, you know, let's just cut that last storyline and just move on. And like, it's okay. I'll probably be fine with this. But I was like, we're going to get a fight. And that's what Jesse Kaisen is good at. I'll take it. So it's just this chapter is super weird. It is. What do you got at 11? Uh, 11 is where I have him dead on unluck. You know, robot bug got feeling. Unfeel feels. (laughs) That's where I put Witch Watch. I guess I I like the the heart monitor joke still funny to me. Okay. What do you got at 10? That's why I have Mission Yozakura. You know, it's fine. I liked it. But like you said, it ends exactly on the same cliffhanger as last week. So, eh. uh, Yeah, that's where I put Ichinose family. Okay. I was really between that and Yozakura family for it's, here because they have it's similar my next feelings. One, so I have, I have Ichinose one above. Yeah, I have Mission Yozakura one above. Yep. So th- those are number nines. So yep. yeah, like they're both, they're fine. Whatever. Yeah. I read them. Yeah. I won't remember them next week, but I'll read them again, and maybe the chapters will be better. I don't remember them now. <laughs> <laughs> what do you have at number eight? That's where I have Dewey try. As okay, you know, yeah, sure, he's gonna be. You know, we're we're in the. It's just the unsanctioned boxing tournaments. You know, we don't do actual crime. Okay, whatever. Uh, that, that's where I have Mashal. Okay, I don't remember any good jokes in Mashal. I feel like it must have had one to go this high, but. Like it was fine. Uh, we're we're going. There mu- yeah, I was like, there must have been something because I have it a little bit higher than this, and I was like, there must have been something that made me laugh. But yeah, I, I remember what happened this time too. Usually, you tell me I'm national. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I swear that happened last week, not mm-hmm. this week, Kevin. But I remember the bad guy turned into God, and everyone yes. was worshiping him. Yes, but I, that's all I remember. 
It's the plot. That's not the good part of Mashal. Oh, I remember what it is now. Uh, I like that his super move is the finger flick. Oh, yeah. And it's like the he could store it up by using his thumb. To, yeah. Yes. Yeah, that was pretty good. It kind of just reminds me of the uh, Tagoro's uh, thing with his uh, thumb. Yeah. When he's fighting Yusuke. So it was kind of the same thing of like, I've got a pretty power or, you know, like, you know, I've got more power in my thumb than you do in your whole body kind yeah. of thing. So just like Mashal, it's like Mashal's ultimate move is the finger flick. What do you have at seven? Uh, seven is where I have ten Maku Cinema. There's just kind of like moving stuff along, so it's good. You know, a little bit more of this burgeoning romance between the actress and the director. Also, she's you know in a swimsuit now. And, <laughs> <laughs> Plus one swimsuit yet. Yes. Beach episode go. I've do retry at seven. Okay. What do you have at number six? Six is where I put Mashal. Like I said, finger flick is good. Uh, six is where I have one piece. Like I said, I really think the whole back half is just kind of a mess. Mm. And there's also some, we know that nothing happens to these characters' problems, mm. at least not the ones we care about, being Sabo and Bonnie. And we know something does happen to Nefertiti, and I am excited to see it, mm-hmm. but it didn't happen yet. So. Yes. And also, we know what happens. He dead. Yeah. Well, I, we assume we know. Everything else in that news article was a lie, so maybe he's alive. Yeah, but I'm, I'm going to go. I'm pretty sure he's dead. Yeah, but I'm pretty sure that part is true. Vivi was pretty upset. Vivi was pretty upset, but maybe he just looked like he was dead and he actually <laughs> pulled through because, again, nobody can die in One Piece. Yeah, I don't know. I'm rewatching Onigashima. Some people die in that. I feel like if anyone could die, it's Vivi's father. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Fathers can die in One Piece. You know, uh, usually Goldie in flashbacks. Roger, yes. Goldie Roger dies. <laughs> to, lots of Whitebeard was like, I'll be everybody's dad. Yeah, he so died. he died. One Piece is my number five. I, I do agree with you. Yeah, that's where I put Tenmaki. Okay. So what do you got at number four? Uh, four is where I put a Katabanishi. I really like that. I really like the, you know, Rakugo as a time machine is an interesting concept. And the idea that she has a conversation with her dad as if they were drinking buddies as a way to learn more about her dad was kind of interesting. Yeah, that's where I put Sakamoto days. So okay. I, I like the slow choke. I like the gag, like I said, but mm-hmm. like not much happened. Mm-hmm. Despite the fact that a guy died, two guys <laughs> died, a villain and a guy we care about ostensibly. Yes. Uh, what do you have at number three? Uh, three is where I put uh, the elusive samurai. I did like a uh, couple of the jokes and, you know, it, the emotional bits of them passing away. Like some of it was like, you know, like the guy who had low presence just passed away from his wounds kind of thing, which felt a little bit less like the honorable sacrifice. Yeah, well, there's no reason for the priest to die, is what I'm yes. saying. But he's going to. And I feel like historically he did, so I understand the corner they're in. Yeah. But it doesn't feel emotionally right for the story. Which yeah, that, is, that know, is fair. How history goes sometimes. Yes. Three is where I have blue box. Okay. Boy is down bad. Mm-hmm. What do you have at number two? Two is where I put Sakamoto days. I just, I like that scene of Sakamoto just slowly walking up while getting, you know, stabbed repeatedly and just choking the guy to death, being like, I needed some way to kill you slowly but quickly. And that's to take away all of your air. Mm-hmm. I have a Kanabanashi at two. Mm-hmm. Really like that scene you were talking about at the yep. end with her and her, her talking to her dad, but not really. Yes. And talking to all her, to people who knew her dad and her mom. Yes. That all really worked. Mm-hmm. What do you got at number one? I have Blue Box at number one, because Boy Down Bad and I'm very interested in the story. Uh, That's where I put Elusive Samurai. Like I said, I have lots of quibbles with it about it feeling a little off dramatically, Mm -hmm. but it did like have an emotional impact and the jokes were very funny, Mm -hmm. which makes both of them stronger. That's fair. And like you said, it was not a great week for Shonen Jump. No, not not really. Are are you ready for 16 more chapters of Nui's Exorcist? Surely this magazine can't allow Nui's Exorcist to survive after it killed Last Sayuki, right? 
I severely hope not. I'm just kind of hoping it will like do something next week. Did you see those characters? Even the character designs are the most boring thing I've seen in yeah. a comic in a very long time. And I'm reading through 70s Marvel right now. <laughs> and I just I just read the story about, oh man, I can't even remember. The, the Omni-Mind, that was the Fantastic Four villain. Mm-hmm. He's nothing, Kevin. Anyway, we read Demon Slayer, and we'll talk yep. about that after the break. Hey, you ready for the coldest take in a long time, Kevin? Sure. Demon Slayer's pretty fucking good. Who would have thunk? I mean, that's a take we had before it was an anime, so we can be OG. Yes. We did come in on the last arc, so we're not that OG, but... I I got caught up, so like, yes, I had been reading Demon Slayer less. Demon Slayer is one of the ones that wasn't in Shonen Jump when it was a weekly magazine, right? It didn't come to the U.S. until I think it was in like manga volumes, but it didn't. They weren't publishing it weekly until they that went to sounds their right archive because, format. Yeah, because I remember. I think it was that because I I don't remember reading Demon Slayer until we started doing it, and I had been reading the Weekly Shonen Jump before that happened. Yeah, so I think that might have been the case that we were not even reading Shonen Jump like I had weekly before that. Because there was stuff like Black Clover and My Hero and stuff was, when I started reading, they were like continuing, so I got caught up on those, and Demon Slayer wasn't one I got caught up on until after we started reading it. So I'm not 100%, because that was quite a while ago, but- I think that that's right. right. So we are pretty old-skilled Demon Slayer fans. Yes. It's pretty good. Yeah. Nezuko kicks someone. Yes. That's ne- always good. Mm-hmm. That's all I want. I want way more of that. That's the worst part about the last arc of Demon Slayer, where we started- Nezuko doesn't do any kicks. Yes, she does not. She's kind of off, uh, you know, hanging out. Yeah, she's she's just like being sad, and then at the end she does a thing, yes. but it's not a kicks, which yes. is what I want Nezuko to do. But she's doing she's doing stuff in the anime right now. So. Yeah, she's doing a lot of kicks, and yes. I'm all about it, Kevin. All about it. Uh, yeah, this chapter, this volume's really good. I don't know if it's as good as Volume One, which tells most of a complete story. Yeah, that's fair. I, I guess this one has a complete story in the middle, but it's not like a super good story. It's very, no. mo- it's the most monster of the week story Demon Slayer has, I think. Yeah, that's true. And also, we we get Doctor Tamayo in this volume, who I always think is way more important than she is because she was around when I started reading and was very important. And she's here at the beginning. And she's, those are the two times she's there. Yeah, I was like, she's very important, but she's very important way the hell over there. In the fact that she's like, like Professor Oak in the Pokemon games, yeah, she, she did give you him. She, he did give you your first Pokemon, and he does show up at the end to be like, "Hey, good job." Yeah, I'm. That's kind of what it is. Like you know, one of the things he's doing throughout the rest of the story is collecting blood samples. So like, she's just off she's, in her house. She's the quest NPC, and eventually he has to turn in all the blood. But mostly, he does that by mail. Yes, he does it by cat specifically. Uh, uh, that's true. It's a it's a cat that shows up to take the blood samples. So again, like she is very important, but you know she she shows up super early, uh, and then is just 
way off over there because he's dealing with other shit, uh, which is kind of cool that it like comes back and she's very important again. It's like, oh yeah, that chick. I like, and you know, every at the end of every fight, he's always got the little bit of like handing the blood samples off to the cat. I just expected her to be as important as the head of the Demon Slayer Corps. Mm-hmm. From my initial reading, just because of our weird way we started reading yes. this see earlier, but yes, no, she's like, "Hey, I'm important." That's and bye. Yep, and she doesn't buy yet because he's still fighting Arrow guy. He's still fighting the ball trick too. Yeah, the, the two of them. They're, they're a team. Yeah, arrows and balls. A match made in this volume of Demon Slayer. Oh, this guy can be Vector. <laughs> that that is a villain in in Index though, and I don't <laughs> like Index so. <laughs> Also, he encounters Muzan pretty early here. Yep. Although Muzan does pretty much persist throughout the series. Yes. He's mostly in the back sending dudes, but we check in with him and see him. So. Yeah, we check in with him and see him way more than we see the doctor. We don't see his weird human family very much, though. I think he gives up on them pretty quickly. Like yeah, I think I it's, don't. I feel like that happens off screen though, because I, I don't remember it, it happening. I just feel like they're gone. I could be wrong about that. It also could be every other time we see him after that point is when he's interacting with demons. So obviously he would not have them like come to his house. Um, because I think his weird human family is him trying an experiment. Because you know, like as we know, his whole thing about is trying to figure out how to overcome the weakness of sunlight. Because he was like, that's the last weakness I have. Uh, once I get past this, I'll be immortal. And so he's just trying different shit, you know. Oh, yeah, there was that whole thing with the wisteria flowers. Uh, that's kind of weird. I should try and shore up that weakness. And then, like, handing my blood out to these random people and doing all this other stuff is, like, just trying to figure, you know, I gave this person more blood, this person less blood, these two different people different blood. I uh, tried messing around with this stuff, trying just trying random shit. I guess this chick just took a nap for two years and now she doesn't need to eat. So maybe I should try taking a nap for two years at some point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So just, you know, some really cool stuff. And I do like Muzan showing up. And like, it's kind of neat that Tanjiro meets Muzan super early. And like, just, and so like, he knows who he is. Yeah throughout the whole thing but Muzan just fucks off is like I don't give a shit about this random demon slayer until eventually it's like oh wait this isn't some random demon slayer uh, back to Tagoro it's sort of the same thing there mm-hmm. there's an encounter before the arc even and then the whole dark tournament arc is leading up to that yeah only this is a whole series yes if I can say one bad thing about demon slayer it's that of course his sword is black this is a black and white manga color yes. changing sword is not a good gimmick for manga yes fine gimmick is- for anime yes but it's not great when someone has to say, oh, her sword is pink. Yes. Yeah. So that that's fair. But, you know, they like they could have described it. I, I guess that's a cheap way of getting around that. But, you know, all the rest of the Hashira have color changes. Eh, not all of the rest of them. The Most love Hashira, of them, though. The love Hashira is pink. I think the mist guy turns a blue, that, like a light blue. That sounds right. I don't think the snake guy, and maybe the snake. I mean, some of them might just be, you know, they do change color. They just don't. The Earth guy has a flail, right? Yeah, I'm remembering that. Yes, the, the blind Earth guy has a flail. Yeah, this is my sword. Yes, it, the, be, it beats scissors. Yes, the blind Earth guy has a flail. The sound Hashira has the the two swords. Yeah, the two like linked swords. But those are still swords. Yes. Oh, they're more like cleavers, but yeah. I guess I, I it's generous to call the love Hashira's thing a sword, but it's it's not not a sword. It's just, I mean it's it's definitely a it's like a sword whip, but also it's like just a corkscrew and it's just drawn like a whip. 
No, it's not a corkscrew. It's a whip. Like the whole thing is that it's very flexible. And like she's the only person who can wield it because you need a ridiculous amount of strength to be able to just move that thing around without hurting yourself. So she's actually like one of the physically strongest Hashira. Yeah. Which is why she can't fight any boys because she's stronger than all of them. Yes. She's like, I just want a strong man to take care of me. Unfortunately, all of you guys are weak. (laughs) Yeah. Fucking get swole, bitches. She's not even in this chapter. No. We're talking about how great she is. Well, it's because she just showed up. Well, not just showed up. She is in the anime right now. Yeah. She just started doing stuff (laughs) in the anime. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know how much more we have to say about volume two of Demon Slayer. It's it's good. Is there a bad volume of Demon Slayer? Like maybe the cuts fall in a weird place that there is, but I would doubt it. Yeah, there's probably I mean, there's definitely some that the cuts will probably make it seem like well, that was kind of weird. Like I'm imagining a couple of the for some of the longer arcs, a couple of the like middle spots just being kind of like eh. I feel like there's not a lot of slow downtime in demon slayer no like there are definitely chapters of it but i don't know if there are enough chapters of it to string together into a volume no i don't think that's the i just mean i think a bunch like some will seem lower quality than others like not bad but sure but they're still gonna be better than yes no i'm i'm just saying there's probably some weird cut where like one of the volumes just kind of like that was kind of weird where i'm sure there are gonna be some volumes of jujutsu kaisen that's just what is going on i wonder the first time they recuperate, if there's an entire volume dedicated to that, that could be yeah, pretty That slow. would be, like, down, but, like, even that's interesting yes, stuff, that, though. Yes, that is. Because the insect Hashira is interesting, and I like her protege, the Tanjiro, that has a crush on Tanjiro a lot, mm-hmm. and those girls. Because I always had that thought, too, and I was like, no, that would probably actually be fine. Yeah. And I don't think there's enough of that for a volume. I, I don't think there is either. Uh, yeah, Nezuko should kick more people. That's my that's my hot take in 2023. Yes. Now the Demon Slayer is complete. Yes, Nezuko needs to kick more people. I actually really like the tattoo she gets when she goes into her demon form. The, like, flower... I I can take or leave those, but I know what you mean. Yeah. It's not a terrible transformation. I like it with the the single horn Oni thing uh, actually being pretty cool from a Japanese mythology standpoint of the single horn Oni, which is the two horns. And, you know, I I do like that she gets bigger and smaller. Yeah, well, (laughs) that's also just consistent with the art style, which is fun. There's even some of that in this where she's like, he's like, no, it has to go bad in the middle of a fight. And she gets drawn chibi as she walks <laughs> yes. back. Yes, uh, I do like that. We had Nezuko to personality power level. It seems like that's the only right thing to do. Yes, right? of course. Vegeta, what does the scouter say about his power level? Personality power level is the segment where we rank manga characters from best to worst. At the top, we have Homura Akemi. She, she's, she's not very much of a kicker, but nope. that's fine. At the bottom, we have Koku from Flame of Rekka. Nezuko should kick him specifically. <laughs> yes. Dead in the center, we have Tomaru Shigaraki. We have Tanjiro at number 34, very high. Mm-hmm. Nezuko better or worse than Tanjiro? I like Nezuko a lot. Her inability to express herself is a problem sometimes. And one yes. of the reasons that Demon Slayer is so good is they get around that so often. Yes. But the fact that she literally has a gag the entire manga is like- uh, I, Basically I, the entire manga, but yeah. I, look, I've read the end of Demon Slayer. I know what happens, Kevin. But you, but also, like, I'm not saying it, it's a cool aesthetic, but yes, it, it limits her. I feel it does. Also, the fact that she tends to have to go into hibernation for very long periods of time. I feel like that only really hurts her once in the story. But yeah, when it does, it's not great. Because mm-hmm. you know, her being asleep during the training arc, cool, whatever. That makes sense. Well, I'm scrolling down to some of these other women we have on here, and I like her more than all of them. Like uh, that is fair. 
a lot of them are more your characters than me. Like, how do you think she compares to Lucy from Fairy Tale? I like her more than Lucy. Yeah, I, I like her more than Fuko from Flame of Rekka, mm-hmm. which is on Vizmanga. <laughs> yep. Oh, I looked into that. So you do need the uh, subscription, or you do need the app to get the subscription. You cannot get it from the website. Why, Viz? I just want to pay you and not make it, a, not have to install an app I will never use again. Why? Yeah, I thought it was weird too, especially because I was like, but I have the regular Shonen Jump payment that gets handled through the website. Why? Well, you we can't do that anymore. I can't do that anymore, but it's handled through the website because I have it, like I can manage it yeah. there. And it's also only $2 as opposed to 3 for the new stuff. And there was something that I wanted to... Oh, there's Magi. Oh, Magi is on there too, yeah. Yeah. So I was like, oh, I've been meaning to... Like, I've been picking up the volume. So I was like, oh, maybe now I can just kind of tear through that. But anyway. Better than Chihaya from Chiafuya, I think. Yeah. And better than Green from Pokemon Adventures. Yeah. That's more of a... I put them there. But... Mm -hmm. uh, So Nezuko goes right below Tanjiro. All right. Which I guess makes sense. Nezuko Kamado... At number 35, below Tanjiro and above Green. She kicked just a few more people. She could have been, she could if have she been had, a contender. If she'd gotten the gag out earlier, I think, also. It, it, if she still got to do stuff after she got it out, too. Yeah. I think that would be choice. Because I guess technically she does get the gag out, but she just grunts. Yeah. Because she can't control herself. There, I mean, there's definitely, like you said, some of the... Some of the great moments is them getting around the fact that it's like, you know, how are you dealing with this mute person? Well, you can clearly see what's going on. You know, she's still expressing herself somewhat well, but like the whole point is that even she's struggling to do it. Yeah. That, that's why she goes to number 34, though, mm-hmm. and not, or 35, I think. Anyway, I'll do it for this episode. We're going to read Naruto next week. Yeah. I was going to say because we hate ourselves, but we're in good Naruto, volume four. Yes. I, I've just been thinking about the third Shinobi War for like three weeks, and I don't know why I do that to myself. <laughs> I think Rock Lee going to show up. I could be wrong. It seems about time for that. Are they about to do the... Because I thought Rock only shows up during the tuning exam. Yeah, but he serves up at the very start of the tuning exam. Gotcha. Are they about to do the tuning exam? I feel like we'll get to it. That's possible. Oh, I could be wrong. We might still be zombies all the time, but I feel like we're close. Yeah, I don't really remember the flow of all of that. And Chuni exam, like, contender for best art anime arc of all time. Mm. But until then, our opening theme is Fighting Against One's Who Ill by Midair Machine. Our closing theme is A Psychic Fist Fight by Tom W. Emerit. Other music on the show is by Spectacular Sound Productions, and our album art is by Kate Wind on DeviantArt www.lastpodcast.com is our website where you can find my other podcasts, It's a Gundam and Last Time on Video Games. It's a Gundam is just wrapping up Gundam Build Fighters, so you might want to check that out. Is there anything you want to plug, Kevin? Nope. Have a great week, everyone. Oh